1: And this is Lactation Business Coaching with Annie and Leah, where we talk about the smart way to create a compassionate and professional private practice. Let's
0: dive in. Well, hey there, Annie. Hey, Leah. How are you? I'm doing great. So excited to dive into part two of our conversation on the nurturing your private practice and expanding the circle of care. I just love this concept and I can't wait to talk more about it.
1: I know there's so much to say. And even as we were having our conversation to like go through what we want to talk about in this episode, we were like coming up with new things we wanted to say about it. It's just, it's so fun to really think through what does it mean to what we're going to focus on in this episode is is expanding that circle of care. What does that mean? What does that look like? And before we jump into the actual conversation, I just want to let you know that registration is open for clinical complexities in private practice, which includes two implementation calls with me and Leah, these deeper dives into nurturing your private practice and expanding the circle of care. And then we're having a second one which is going to be a deeper dive into clinical complexities where we're going to engage with the content of the clinical complexities and private practice course. So registration with early pricing is open now. The on-demand content is going to start dripping out on November 1st, which is just around the corner. We've got some amazing, amazing speakers. Leah's one of them, got some uh, people that might be familiar to you if you participated in the spring lactation private practice essential course. You'll see some familiar faces and we've got some new speakers this fall because as part of expanding my own circle of care, I'm always looking for new people to learn from. And that's like one of the most exciting things about the work that I'm doing in putting these courses together is just all the things that I'm learning. So I'm super excited about that. So you can go to paperlesslactation.com slash course to learn more and to register so let's do a little refresher on nurturing
0: your business. Let's recap what we talked about in the last episode. Yeah. Well, I think the biggest point that we gathered in the last episode that most people or a lot of people might come into this work of lactation private practice with a mindset of really just like, I want to help families, I want to give back. You know, our our goals are really around this care of others. Um, many of us probably didn't start out thinking I'm an entrepreneur, I'm ready to make big cash, big money. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go get my IBCLC and start a lactation business and from a an very entrepreneurial aspect. Maybe there are people out there that did that. I don't know. If you did, come talk to us because I want to hear like how that all unfolded. But I think what we determined last time and and what this concept really talks about is that by nurturing our business, by being somewhat business-minded, it really provides this circle of care, which is the concept of that as we nurture our business, our business takes care of us. Thus, we are more able to take care of those that we're trying to help and help them expand their circle of care by pulling in the people that are going to help them and surround them And this ripple effect just kind of keeps pouring out further and further. But it really starts with us remembering that the only way that we can help more families is to make sure we're taking care of our business. Because if our business falls apart, we're going to be stressed we're not going to be making money. We're going to be stressed out. We're not going to have the right uh, systems in place. We're not going to have policies and procedures. We're not going to be legally or ethically working if we don't at least pour some energy into nurturing our business so that all that can be running smoothly. Our minds can be at ease and we can focus on the families because our business is taking care of us. It's like this nice little circle hug around us. Our business is hugging us. And that hug just gives us all the fire and energy to be able to pour into the families that we want to help. And it gives back to us, you know, but it's hard to come to that. I think we talked about last time that you and I trudged through the fiery trenches and up steep mountains to kind of like get to this end point of understanding like, whoa, wait a second. This is a different way to think about this, a different way to come to it, not just like help all the families at all the times. And that's how we make this work. It's not how you make it work. Sorry. (laughs) That's not it. It's part of it, but it's not all of it. It is Did I summarize
1: that well? (laughs) That was yes. And I mean, that's totally the thing is like if we try to make the center of our business the clients that we're helping, that's the wrong place for the center to be. The center needs to be on our private practices of business first. And that can feel like really scary and selfish and kind of cold. But when you understand that the goal is to make your private practice into something that can take care of you. Okay. Now you're like, okay, I'm taking care of, I can help other people because I'm not also like putting out all the fires that that would come up from like being like, instead of spending, you know, taking three hours to actually think through what sustainable pricing and follow-up policies are for my life and my client base and that, time and energy that I have available just to be like, I just need to squeeze in another consult. Mm -hmm. Like, let me just like, Oh, let me call this, this person back because I guess they really didn't understand what I was saying. And the time just slips away. It just slips away. And, and we are like, I will get to that when I have time to get to it. You're never going to have time to get to it. There's, there's always going to be something that comes up. And then, so then like the answer that we often get in, kind of like popular culture, social media is you have to make self-care a priority. So I'm like, okay, so what does that mean? Does that mean I'm going to set my alarm an extra 15 minutes early to make sure I have time to meditate, to start my day and do some like breath work or, or whatever it is. Okay. I have to check that item off of now that has to be on my to-do list or my husband will be like, you should go get a massage. And I'm like, yeah, but to get a massage, like I have to actually like get the massage. Like I have to schedule <laughs> so it. I still like fun. take time off of work. I have to drive there and drive home or take the train there and take the train home. It's like,
0: and then all you're going to take sudden, a I'm shower like, afterwards yeah, like, before you can even do anything else. I know
1: like wear my mask the whole time in the massage, which is like fine. And I would do it. Like if I could like eliminate all the other things and it was just like, boom, a massage is happening for you right this second. I would like strap that mask on and be like, please go to work. But like, it's all yeah. the other stuff around it. And it, again, it, it becomes something like, I have to like make this happen for myself. It's so much easier to just keep working because self-care feels like another job. And it's because the whole concept of self-care is putting the burden on me as an individual to take care of my own self. I have to solve this problem. I I have to figure out how to make myself this great person who has, is like boundless in energy and compassion. I've got to figure that out.
0: And I like, I'm like, I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It really is. It really is. And the circle of care concept kind of helps you understand that it's not just you as an individual that needs to nurture you or in our kind of analogy, your business. That it really is like building in, and it could even be systems and processes, but also other people, other support networks, you know, all these things that you can build in around yourself or your business that don't leave the burden just solely on you to nurture, whether it be yourself or your business. And I think this is such a a wonderful concept because I think I could picture it for Myself in some ways, or for a new parent, but I really like trying to envision it for my business because it feels really good to think about that. Like, oh, I could put this like kind of circle around my business, put some effort into that, and then it would be like kind of self-sustaining or self-pouring into itself on its own. <laughs> you know, it's kind of what I I envision because we might do this in ways that you're you might already be doing, you might be, you might have thought about like, I need some admin help. So part of your circle becomes, you know, having an, a VA that's like providing you some assistance or finally hiring a bookkeeper to look through your books or learning how to do bookkeeping yourself, acquiring new skills so that it isn't such a big chore to, you know, at the end of the year when it's tax season, spend, you know, 12 hours in front of a computer trying to hash through it all. It's like, oh no, I took care of myself way back when I expanded my circle of care and it's just taking care of me. And I'm just going to click report and send it over to the tax people. And that's it, you know, and that's how we can really build this circle around not only ourselves, The families we serve, but also really the foundation is, is through our business. I think it's a really great concept.
1: Realizing that there's no way to be a hundred percent independent. And, you know, you and I talked about when we both got started in lactation, we were at places in our life where we, we didn't need to be dependent on our, our lactation businesses to get our daily needs met. And I know for me in the COVID pandemic was really financially devastating for my family in terms of my husband's work. And suddenly we were dependent on my business. My business needed to take care of an entire family. And so, you know, there was some scrambling that I did, you know, to kind of change things and fix things, but because uh, largely thanks to the conversations that you and I've been having since we started this podcast and looking back, I'm like, Oh, that, that was a circle of care. That's part of my circle of care. I had done, made a lot of changes and implemented a lot of things that I was able to make that pivot because I had put some effort into my business and I had done some nurturing and really seeing too, and hearing stories from uh, people in my, in my Facebook group and, and people that have come to our deeper dives who are talking about that they started out this way. And because of like, things they heard on our podcast, listening to us muddle through it. And they're yeah. like, okay, not going to be like them, but, but also knowing that, you know, we have been able to have these experts on our deeper dives that have taught about a lot of this stuff yeah. and that people have said they've done those things. And so they didn't have the start that we had and what a yeah. difference it's made for them. And so, you know, that's where you really like that. This whole idea comes together is like, your business is super needy at the beginning, like a little baby, but it's going to quickly come to maturity. You hope with the right care and attention, it's going to, it's not going to have failure to thrive. It's going to you know, thrive and yeah, then it's going to take care of you and yeah. you can be dependent on your business because you've created something that's, that can take care of you. You've nurtured it to that place and that as business owners, that should be our goal. Our goal yeah. is not to take care of families. Our goal is to have a sus- compassionate and, and sustainable private and, prof- and and be professional and all of those things and show up day after day for families with all of the energy and wholeness that we want to bring to them.
0: Yeah. And you really can't do that when you haven't given the business the attention because I know, I mean, I cannot tell you how many times that I would start a day way back when early on, I would start a day, I'd be like, okay, you know, I'm going to go help this family and this family. And then boom, a fire erupts like, oh my gosh, this system isn't working. And or I never even thought or considered this or that. And like the whole day derails in between every consult. I'm trying to like put out this fire because it wasn't something that I had never had on my radar as a problem before. And I just the level of stress that that Like sets in your body. I'm like, I know I left every one of those visits more drained than I had to be because not only was I trying to pour into this family, but I was also swirling in the back of my mind this, you know, business thing that I'm having to like also figure out on the fly in between, you know, visits and stuff. It's like, guys, listen to me now. It doesn't have to be like that. Okay. (laughs) Like, listen to us. Like, we've been through it. And just having this focus, I think is so, so important, because I just, gosh, what I would give to go back 10 years, and somebody have said all this to me. And and I would have like, I just think about how many, how many years of lower stress levels would I have had, and less sense of burnout, you know, I mean, there's been plenty of times where I'm like, this is crazy. What am I doing? Like, I'm so stressed. Is this really what this is supposed to be about? I thought this was going to be you know, like this beautiful scene of me supporting families in this like low stress environment. I'm like, nope, that ain't it. But I think it can be, it can be, I mean, much less, obviously you're never going to have every kink worked out of a business, but if you make the time, just like we encourage families, make the time to give a little focus on what are your needs right now? How can you get those needs filled? And sometimes we need to just have that time set for our business to say, to take a look, to reflect, to read the reports, to see what's happening. Like what's happening business? Are you okay? Like check your pulse. (laughs) It's really so important and and constantly changing the circle of care. It's constantly changing. It's dynamic and it ripples out from your business to all the people that you're, you're really wanting to care for.
1: I've actually had a couple of moms on elimination diet because of a positive occult blood test in perfectly happy, healthy babies. And this makes really no sense at all. But that's one of the little take-home messages. There are many. It's filled with nuggets and gems like that. Every second of this training is going to give you things that you're going to be able to use in your private practice. So definitely sign up for that. You'll have once you're in, you're going to have all the way until May of next year to get through this content because it's stuff that you're going to want to watch and rewatch again. So we're so excited that Kathy put this course together for us. And it's so like, When you were talking about that, I was thinking about how, when we work with clients, we're always like checking in with them and saying like, how are you feeling about this plan? What are your current goals? Like, has anything changed with your goals or what are your new goals based on this new information? And we can do that to our business and and say like, okay, we we've been going down this road. And just because I'm going down this road, listen, if you don't stop and actually like take a break to look at the map or like rewrite the map or find a new map. You're just going to keep going in the same direction that maybe is not the direction that you actually want to go in anymore. And I
0: really feel like that has to be like checkpoints on the map that you literally stop and you say, What's going on here? Like, where am I? Look around what is my business doing? Who am I serving? What have my financials look like? You know, and it's like, we just get in the trenches of the care that we're providing. And what Annie and I hope to do is really encourage you to have this kind of nurture your business mindset so that you have those checkpoints and that you have that sense of what does need to be looked at and how do we create this circle of care for my business, you know? And I think, you know, as much as we're going to be here providing information and and really helping you think through this, Annie and I know that every time we have a deeper dive, every time we get to have conversation with you guys, we learn so much too. We really gain so much information as well because these conversations really help us learn and grow our circle of care. (laughs) You guys are part of our circle of care too.
1: Yeah, totally. And there's so much that we learn from other people and we need other people. Like I need what I learn from the people I'm learning from And because I'm going to change things. And, you know, in order to really focus on those core elements of a healthy business being, you know, good boundaries. So knowing when do I work and when do I not work? And I think that is something that can be, that can change and be in flux. And that is important to keep a check-in on looking at our financials. So Leah was saying, you know, not waiting until April 14th or April 15th in the morning to get it (laughs) submitted by the evening, all of your tax stuff and spending a whole day doing it, but really staying more on top of things like for me and what that looks like is a monthly check-in with my bookkeeper. And I know that once a month I'm going to get on the phone with her and she's going to make me look at at things and okay. Like I do have to think about it. And having that regular appointment um, means that I'll do it. I won't let let it not happen because she's there. It's on the calendar. So, you know, some people are like me and you're very calendar focused. Other people, you might want to take more of like a, like more of a cyclical approach and thinking about like every quarter I'm going to do this. Or you might want to make a 90 day plan or some people like to have like every block of time on their calendar accounted for something. So you have to kind of find out what, what your vibe is, you know, how you're going to build that into your business, those regular checks, those organic checks, and even things like trainings that you're doing, you know, when you're, whether you're doing continuing education and getting, you know, SERPs for them, or you're doing other trainings, listening to podcasts, like, are you going to take action based on what you're learning, building time in for that too? It's not just about plowing through, a learning module and downloading the handout and then being like, someday I'll, I'll deal with that saying, okay, it's a one hour thing I'm listening to. And I'm going to then take 30 minutes when it's over to make three changes based on it, or whatever it is being
0: intentional about it. Yeah. I think that's really a, a skill we have to build, you know, like not only do we, you know, talk to families about like self-care, right. But self-care and, and especially in the way that we're talking about it is is almost like a skill you have to build you know it doesn't it doesn't come naturally. it's not like oh I'm gonna go like you were talking about like, get a massage or lay in the bubble bath and that's gonna be my self-care. It's like learning how to build this into your day-to-day life, build this into part of how you live, how you function in the world is to be focused on, creating a really good circle of care around yourself because and around your business and then around the families that you're and it, and it's a skill it's like you have to build that skill and that's what annie and i want to do for you is help you learn how to build your circle of care building skills <laughs>
1: you know not to stretch the metaphor too far but here i go <laughs> here um, we go we love doing that though it's so much fun <laughs> so we're going to take like the metaphor of the new parent taking care of their new baby so that new baby is totally dependent on the parent and that's what we tell them like that baby has no wants it's all needs you know my my go to is like if they wake up just assume they want to eat like there <laughs> yeah. there isn't anything else and so that baby's totally dependent, that baby is going to turn into, you know, that toddler who's like exploring foods, but not so sure you need to really help guide them and say like, you know, here's some healthy food options for you to choose from <laughs> will then become, you know, I have a middle schooler and in a high school right now who are just like, I'm hungry and they make their own food. They make lots of it. They are eating constantly, but they're like doing their own cooking, but I still have to buy the groceries for them. I still have to maybe make sure that there are still a variety of offerings and it's not (laughs) all ice cream. That teenager, that middle schooler someday, one of them is going to maybe take me out to dinner. Yeah. (laughs) So I envision, I mean, you know, like there's going to come a point where, you know, and then maybe when, if we all God willing live that long and I need to be taken care of in my later years, that they will be able to do that for me because they will be grown adults. And so like really kind of thinking about that circle of dependence that we see in families and that kind of natural family life cycle, that's what our businesses can do, but like much more quickly. Yeah. I don't need like to It's an escalated version. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like I can, yeah, you're, you're going to speed it up, but it really is that like, it is that process and it is that, that point of you really need to trust that your business is an adult that can take care of you that will let you know when it needs something from you to make something happen, you know, where you're going to have that, that feeling about your business.
0: Um, But it definitely requires you to really pour into it as you start out, you know, because when it is so dependent on you, that dependence kind of allows you to build such a solid foundation, you know, just like we do with our little ones. We make sure they're getting a variety of foods and all these like experiences. So they have like this great foundation to make choices later, you know, and I think that's kind of how we can think about our businesses is like in the beginning, And when it is so dependent, you have this wonderful opportunity to build like this fantastic foundation that then just really grows and thrives and allows you to kind of sit back and watch reap the benefits of all the hard work you put in. That's what I always think about. I'm like, it's so hard when they're babies. But if you really do do this hard part, like you really can see those benefits. That's where I'm at now. I have I have a kid that likes to cook and like Ooh. we just buy the hello fresh meals and he just makes them and i'm like i'm sitting back literally kicking my feet up <laughs> reaping the benefits of of all that teaching and learning and pouring into that early stage. And, um, and I think we can really think about our businesses like that too, you know? Definitely. And by the way, HelloFresh, if you're listening, like we would
1: love, love for (laughs) you you to sponsor sponsor. (laughs) like, please, I, we do a lot of HelloFresh in our house too. And, um, I have yet to get my, I'm like, you could make this. Why don't you make this? And they're like, it's coming, or I could just have cereal. I was like, I'll make it. But my, my, my 11 year old did replace the screen protector on my phone yet. Yesterday, that was kind of amazing because that's a task getting... that I really despise. Yes, so,
0: yes, yeah, right. and like some benefits
1: as parents, you know, the difference is I'm never going to expect my children to do anything for me. There is always going to be that parent-child relationship there. So that that is where the metaphor does kind of end. But our business is because they're not human people. They are we we made our business to take care of us. So make it take care of you. What does your business need to take care of you? Because when we feel taken care of and when we are tangibly actually taken care of, we will have what it takes to take care of other people. Like we will be able to do that. And you know that you see the difference when you see that, that new parent who's like so tired. And when you see what happens in their bodies and their faces, when their you know, their family member who's there says, I'll take care of that. I'm going to take care of that. And they just say, it helps them. Like, I'm going to make that phone call. I'm going to, or when they bring them a a water bottle, like that's, it's just always like never gets old seeing that circle of care right in front of you. And then they're like, okay, now I can like give to this baby that needs so much. I really have loved teaching this idea of getting cared for versus self-care to clients. And I've, I've seen them really respond to it. And I'm excited to talk about it in the context of business. So if you want to be part of that conversation, register for the clinical complexities in private practice, you'll get access to our deeper dive into nurturing your business and expanding in the circle of care. We're going to have a great conversation and really go even deeper into like what does that look like from a day-to-day basis? like Logistically, what are we talking about here? and getting ideas from not, it's not us. We're not going to come to be like, okay, here is Annie and Leah's three-step plan to nurture your (laughs) private practice and expand the circle of care. Follow our proven method method. It's not going to be like that. It's going to be like, let's talk about this. Okay. Yeah. What's one place where you feel like it's really hard to nurture your business. Okay. Oh yeah. I can totally relate to that. Here's something I've tried. Here's something I've tried. And it's going to be a conversation because that's the circle of care that we're building for each other.
0: Yeah. And I always say, like, I'll tell my parents, I'm like, you guys are way smarter than you give yourself credit for. Let me just help you see all the ways that you're already figuring this out. And that's what I want to do for you and your business and kind of help you see how you're already figuring out and how we can keep building on that. Like, okay, this is working for you. This isn't working. And like help weed through some of that so that we can really expand our circle of care.
1: (laughs) Oh, I love it. Oh, there's so much more we could say, but we're going to yes. end our episode here. So you can move on to the the next installment, whatever other podcasts you're listening to right now. I'm sure you've got a queue stacked up like I do, <laughs> but we really hope we'll see you in November for our deeper dive into nurture your private practice, expand the circle of care. And until next time,
0: it's been great talking with you, Leah. Love it. It's so good to talk to you, Annie. Have a great day. You too. Bye. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend and leave us a review. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Did you know that for just $15 a month, you can join our live Deeper Dives and also get All of our recordings back through January of 2020. Sign up today and be part of the conversation. The magic happens when you show up.